Welcome everyone. My name is Michael Reardon and this is Coaching in Session. And today we're going to be talking about the entitlement mentality and we're going to be helping you understand, well, what is entitlement and what is not entitlement? This is going to be one of my most recent blogs talking about this topic because recently someone asked or told me, they're like, don't you feel entitled because you have this type of mindset where you can do anything in the world and that you're going to make a difference and you have all this power. And Okay, I can see where you're going with this, right? Because sometimes a strong mindset can be presumptuous, right? It can be assertive. It can be misconstrued. Similar to how masculinity today is considered toxic, right? If you're a man, if you're a real man, right? A real man, right? You go out and you puff up your chest and you drink your beer and take your shots and you ride motorcycles and hang out with the boys and masculine, right? Maybe, maybe not. However, they spun toxic masculinity, right? Where typically the gender roles, if you look at the gender roles really quickly, the man is going to be the protector and the provider, and he's going to be the leader. Most feminine women want that. They want a man who's going to protect, who's going to provide, and is going to lead. And no matter how many feminists say, oh, I don't want a man to do that. I want to handle everything myself. They say that until they need a man to come protect them. Not saying that they can't protect themselves. They say that until they want to have a family. Not saying that they can't go get a cat and die alone or get a dog and die alone or go to the orphanage and get a kid and raise a kid. It's possible. We understand that there's possibilities when it comes to living the life that you want to live. There's always a possibility. But when we're talking about how just things are just changed, right? Very quickly. How entitlement is this change from having a strong mindset? How masculinity is just turned, is turned to toxic because a man is going to be a man. A man is going to lead. A man is going to tell his woman, his girlfriend, his wife that she can't go off and post some bikini pictures on Instagram, right? Or have an OnlyFans. What kind of world are we living in? Where that's okay when you're in a relationship. Now, if you're not in a relationship, cool. And if you're with a guy who thinks that's okay, then again, that's cool too. Because you can be in any type of relationship you want and you can have any type of partner you want in your relationship. Now, you have to understand, men, that if you have a woman who's putting herself out there, that right there is lowering your worth. You might not believe it, but it is. Because every man now has access. The men who didn't have access to your lady now has access to her most intimate body parts and you're allowing it. Or she's saying you don't have a choice. And at that point, you get to choose. Do you want to be a leader? Or do you want to just be passive and let her do what she wants? Because I can guarantee you, eventually, she's going to keep doing what she wants until she doesn't want you anymore. And then she's going to leave you. And then you're going to be realizing that you should have did something about what she wanted. She wanted you to lead. She wanted you to take control. She wanted to be feminine for you. Yet, you decide to be passive. But yet, if society says, or what I just said, you do, it's toxic. It's toxic all of a sudden, right? You're controlling. You're telling your lady what she can and can't do. If she wants to go show off her body, you go, girl. If you want to have OnlyFans and have your career, you go, girl. But yet, OnlyFans is destroying women more than is building them up. Moms who are on there, showing their stuff. Kids will find that their mom's on there and bring it to school and show the kid. Kid goes off, you know, comes home, is depressed, getting bullied now. 
Kate doesn't want to be alive anymore because of what just happened. You're ruining the lives around you because of what, a dollar? What, because of a little bit of notoriety? In 10 years, no one's going to care about you on OnlyFans because there's going to be a new girl. There's always a new girl. There's always going to be someone who's younger, who's more ambitious, who's more pretty, who's going to catch the eye of your guy. So ladies, you want to keep your guy, be feminine, allow him to lead. He's going to want to keep you longer than if you just want to go do your thing because he's eventually going to say, well, I'm going to trade in for a new model. That's what it is. But then is that entitlement? Is that toxic? Today, I wrote a blog, The Entitlement Mentality. And we're talking about, well, what is entitlement? What is this mentality that we're giving ourselves? Is it good? Is it positive? Is it lifting us up to something better? And if it's not, how do we change it? So let's get into that blog right now and start to break that down. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and to also share the video and our audio if you're an audio listener. We are going to be breaking down what the entitlement mentality is. A little bit of backstory. Someone was telling me like, hey, you have a mindset that's pretty strong right now, and you have all these lofty goals, and they were like, don't you feel like that's entitlement, right? Like you're entitled to this. Well, there's a difference between entitled to something and then being ambitious and going after something, right? So my ambition is not entitlement. I don't feel like I'm owed anything. This podcast, I'm not owed it. This house, I'm not owed it. My car, I'm not owed it. I earned it. Now, there's going to be people who might have a silver spoon in their mouth where they have mom and dad take care of them, right? They get the things that they wanted to. Maybe from happenstance, they were able to get the good things in life sooner than later. Now they have that mentality of, well, I deserve this. I'm owed this. But for me, it's like, I want to work for something. If I can work for something or work towards something, I will. But sometimes people have a hard time understanding, well, is this entitlement or is this just me being ambitious? And the reason why I was talking about the idea of just switching the toxic masculinity for men trying to be men, like look at Andrew Tate, right? He's talking about masculinity, right? Bringing in that male power, that masculine power, yet it's considered toxic. It's considered bad, right? So you can get canceled. This hate speech, all because he is talking about what a man can be or should be. At the end of the day, it's belief and opinion, right? But if you listen to the man, he has very valid points. He's talking about what a man can be or what a man should be. He's not saying you need to get up and saying you need to fix your life and you need to tell that girl that she needs to come home and clean the house and cook you dinner. He did say that, but I think he was joking. We have to understand that, right? There's a difference between joking about something, making a point about something, and then truly believing it. I know people who truly despise men who truly despise women, right? Call them the B word, the C word. If you don't know what the B word and C word are, you can Google them, but I don't encourage it. Now, these men are just hateful to these women, right? They're just hating on them. But then there's a difference between a man understanding his worth, saying, all right, this is my worth. I'm bringing in a woman into my care. What am I going to do with her? Because if I ask a woman, well, what value do you bring to a man? She's going to say, well, 
I'll cook and I'll clean. So the things that what Andrew Tate said you should do. Oh, you're going to have my kid. Okay, cool. Well, the only thing a man can't do. So then what is next? You're going to take half his stuff when you get a divorce or when you're not happy anymore. Marriage is a bad deal for men. We're just telling you, right? Or Andrew, we're just telling you, know your worth, men. Find your value. Rise into it. But oh, it's toxic. That's toxic. But then entitlement too, right? We get to the entitlement mentality. This entitlement mentality. Now we're talking about it and we're saying, well, if I'm owed something or if I desire something, is it entitlement? We live in a very strange world, right? Where we follow this cycle. Tough times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men and weak men create tough times. That is the cycle we live in. The world is going to go in this cycle, but it doesn't mean your world has to go in this cycle. I'm going to say it again. The world might go in this cycle of following tough times will create strong men, strong men will create easy times, easy times will create weak men, and weak men will create tough times. But your world and your life does not have to follow this cycle. Okay? That means tough times can create strong men, strong men can create good times, good times can create more strong men, and those strong men are going to keep on getting stronger. And guess what happens if we keep getting that tough times? Tough times are going to create more strong men, even stronger men. We are evolving, yet the majority are not. The majority are falling into this entitlement mentality. I'm owed something. I am deserved something. And I am understanding that I am allowed this. This is my right. This is my privilege. And no one should be able to take it away from me. Now, entitlement is different from equality. So I want you to understand that there is a difference between equality and entitlement. Today, we're going to be focusing on entitlement. Equality is a different beast, but entitlement is going to leave plenty of room, plenty of conversation, and we're going to be diving more into entitlement just right now. So the idea of entitlement is the must aspect of it, right? I can apply must to my goals, right? I must achieve my goals. I must make some changes in my life. I must choose the high road. I'm giving myself an ultimatum. I'm giving myself an ultimatum. No one else is giving me an ultimatum. I'm not giving anyone else an ultimatum. If people want to follow me, cool. If people don't want to follow me, cool. If people want to hate that I'm going ahead of them, cool. I'm going to do what I have to do for my life. I only have one life. I don't know how long I'm going to be alive. No one does. Yes, we can all dream of like living until we're older and being old and gray and be, Ugh, I can't walk up the stairs, youngin. We can say that, right? We can go down that road and to go down that path. But guess what? We are not promised that. No one is promised that. Yet we live every single day. Oh, what well, so I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to do it in a week or do it in a month or do it next year. We put off, we put off, we put off until what? We run out of time. That's when regret kicks in. We can avoid all of that because if you feel like you're old time, you are mistaken. Time is not owed to anybody. You need to understand that you have a set amount of time and you don't know when that time is going to end. Ask yourself this question. If you were given a choice, would you rather know the time and day you're going to pass away or the event? Which one would it be? Most people are not going to choose the day and the time. 
most people are going to choose the event because then they're going to try to avoid the event. It's common sense. But yeah, you're trying to run away from death. It's coming. There's no way around it. It's coming. The only thing certain in life is death. Now, do we want to make something else certain in life? I hope so. And I hope that other thing that you make certain in life is that you want to show up. But this mentality, again, is going to be misconstrued again, especially in our world today. If you show up too much, oh, well, this person is entitled or they feel like they should get all this stuff or there could be all of this extra conversation happening. But guess what? Just because that conversation is happening and it doesn't mean that you can't show up. Let the haters talk. All right. Let people hate on you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people are going to say, do or think about you. You do what you must do every single day. That's not entitlement. That's certainty. Entitlement is like, I'm owed this. I want this. Like, hey, like, dude, like, give, like, give me this. All right. Like, I'm entitled to this. Right. Like, I'm 18 now. Right. I should get this. No, there's privileges that we are given at certain ages here in this country. For example, when you're 16, you can drive a car. But guess what? There's laws and limitations when you're 16. That means when you're 16, you can drive yourself in a car. And you can drive your immediate family until you're 18. Something like that. I don't know if they change the law. But no friends. So when you get pulled over by the police officer. Oh, officer, I have a license, right? I'm entitled to have people in my car. Well, you're 16, son. Right? You're not allowed to have your friends in the car. That's the law. There's a difference between the law and entitlement. So follow the law. Don't break the law. Now, there's people who are going on these videos and things like that who are trying to get views on YouTube and all the things where they're like doing, I guess, these videos of police officers or interactions with police officers where a police officer will go up to the guy or girl and say, hey, you know, what are you doing? And guys like or girls like, well, I'm just walking or I'm using my First Amendment right for freedom of speech or press, right? And doing whatever they're doing. Cop is like, well, you can't be here. Well, this is a public easement officer. So why can't I be here? Because people are complaining about you. Okay. Well, I have the right to be here. It's an entitlement. And this is like the gray area, right? People don't talk about this. People don't talk about your rights, your entitlement, what you go after. It's all under the same roof. You're, you feel entitled because you can do this. Now, I'm sure the officer feels like you're entitled because you can do that. But that's a privilege. A privilege that is, I don't think is going to be taken away at any point or anytime soon. But we do have to understand what are we doing? If we're taking video of police stations and things like that, yeah, it's going to look weird. But at the same time, the police are doing their job too. So we can be a-holes all day long, or we can say, you know what? I'm going to be making some changes. I'm going to be doing something better for my life rather than just what everyone is doing, right? Fighting, 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 fighting. You don't have to fight. You don't have to fight. It's very masculine, right? All these women are fighting. All these men are thinking that they're fighting or yelling and screaming and they're very emotional. No, no, no. You don't need to fight to win. Peace can win. Tranquility can win. If an officer came to me and I was walking on the sidewalk, hey, sir, license and registration or whatever. And like, I'm walking. I don't have any registration. All right. And why do I need a license to walk? All right. Well, give me proof of identification. Well, why do you need to identify me? I'm walking on the sidewalk. Oh, you fit the description of a individual we're looking for. 
black, handsome. Show me a picture. Where was he? What did he do? Because if you don't ever have that information, I'm going to keep on walking. Now, if you want to stop me again, now it's a detainment. All right, you're detaining me. Okay. I'm not giving you anything because I didn't do anything. Is this entitlement? So I should be harassed because an officer can't do his job? I don't know, right? This, this is gray here. It's all gray here. It's the first time we're talking about this. Is it right? Is it wrong for ID refusal? Constitution and states are going to say, guess what? You most likely can deny to give identification if there's no probable cause. Now, if you have a crowbar in your hand and blood in the other hand or something like that, they're looking for a suspect who beat someone to death. You're probably a good suspect. I don't watch like Crime Watch or anything, but I mean, you put one and two together, you probably have a good case. But either way, going back to, I did nothing wrong. I'm walking along and I'm getting stopped. I'm being harassed. If I keep on arguing, of course, officers will be like, well, you're resisting arrest, right? We're going to have to bring you in. And what's the reason why you're bringing me in, right? I'm going to be very clear. Why are you bringing me in, officer? They're going to tell me why they're bringing me in. And then I'm going to say, okay, handcuff me, bring me in. I'm going to go in. They're going to do the ID thing, blah, blah, blah. And most likely they're going to be talking all this smack. You should have just did it the easy way. You should have just did the easy way. Well, the easy way is you put handcuffs on me and now I'm going to sue you. If you're an officer, you just can't arrest law-abiding citizens just because your ego's hurt. Because is that, is that officer entitled? They're doing their job, right? You should give me your information because I asked for it. Entitlement? Ring a bell? I'm owed this. This is my job. Respect the uniform. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But there's a fine line in what's happening in the world today where everything is so black and white and no one can really differentiate between what is right and what is wrong or what's going on and what we should be doing. It's like a world of mindset where it's just like you get this type of information, you have this scenario, and there's all these problems. But we need to figure out what are going to be the solutions. Because if we just look at entitlement, it's always going to be prevalent in any generation, in any age, in any country. There's always going to be some type of entitlement that we can say is entitlement. Just how I got labeled as entitled because I have a strong mindset, because I have all these ambitious goals, because I'm starting all these shows, because I'm working with all these people and I'm doing all these things. Oh, you are entitled, right? You must feel entitled because you can do this. Well, I'm fortunate, to say the least, that I can do these things. I'm fortunate that I can speak with you today and share a little bit of my wisdom, a little bit of my knowledge, and then a little bit of mindset to just to deepen the understanding or to deepen the conversation that's not being talked about. Entitlement, that mentality that we give ourselves or the entitlement mentality that people give us without us even knowing. I would have never known I was entitled unless someone told me. I, di- I didn't know. I thought I worked for everything that I had. I don't ask for handouts. I don't ask for the easy road. I'm going to earn it. And if I don't know how to earn it, I'm going to learn how to earn it. I'm going to do what is necessary to come out on top rather than I should be on top. There is a difference in the mindsets. One mindset is saying, give me, give me, give me, this is mine. And the other one is saying, I've earned this, this is mine. We have a problem with attachment. 
where we want, we want, we want, we don't want to do the work. We don't want to take the actions. And this is where we are. We're in a thought-based world with no action. People want all the good things. They want all the lofty goals and all the bells and the whistles, but yet they don't want to put in the hard work. Yet they don't want to get the mindset necessary to do that. Yet they don't want to invest in themselves past whatever they were told in elementary school, high school, whatever. Go to college and invest in yourself and they come out into $250,000 in student loan debt. Yet when they're going off into their career and they're unhappy, they won't get a therapist. They won't get a life coach. They won't get help or assistance because they won't invest in themselves. Oh, I don't have money for that. Budget's tight. I understand coaching can be a luxury to some people, but then at the same time, it is also a necessity for the majority of people, especially if you have a mindset that is entitled, especially if you have a mindset that is uncertain or unfocused. There's so many things to mindset beyond what you are owed or what you work toward. We can have it easy in life and get on the other end fine. But for the majority of people, that's not going to be the case. For the majority of people, they're going to have to work their butts off every single day. They're going to have to show up every single day. And when they do show up every single day, they have a choice. Do they fall into that entitlement mindset? Well, I'm owed this. Or do they understand that what they just did was hard work and they earned it? If we can get into the idea of just, we can earn the things that we do and then the understanding of a hard stay work, that's gone. We have very plush jobs. You can work from home. You can sit on your sofa and watch Netflix and get food delivered to you. Life is very easy. Easy times create weak men. And how weak do we have to get until we realize that everyone is going to be operating under the entitlement aspect if we don't make some changes? How can we start to change those weak mindsets and those weak individuals around to start to think in a more prosperous and abundant manner? You can have anything you want in the world, but you have to figure out how you can earn it in a positive note, in a positive manner. And of course, legally, we don't want to just do things illegally because it's going to, again, tarnish someone else in the end. If it's good for you, Hopefully, it's good for other people. The act of service. There we go. People don't just buy things for the sake of buying things. People feel like this thing that I'm buying is going to bring me something. When you watch a TV commercial and they get a new car, they have a smile on their face, right? They're driving. They're beating someone in a race or something like that, right? That's what they're buying. Peace and security and happiness. All because that is what we're sold. We're not sold. Oh, this is what you deserve. Oh, this is what you're owed. But it's not like, oh, this is what you're entitled to. Because if that was the case, I'll go to the nearest dealership and say, hey, give me a car. I'm entitled to it. Everyone should get a car, right? That's the problem, right? That's why people fight about universal health care and no child left behind, things like that, right? Because now it's like everyone can just go in the grades and now education is suffering. And then we look at just uh, health and it's like people who are hardworking are paying more in taxes for this health care for people who are not making as much. And I, and I understand the aspect of if you make more, you should be able to give more. Not saying that if you make more, you shouldn't give more. But what I'm saying is that the people who are not making 
more than the people are, right? Because I'm sure if they're making more, they're going to probably say, well, why do I have to give more too? There are certain people who stay below the poverty line because they're going to be taken care of by the government. Because those people understand the government's going to keep on taking care of them as long as they stay in a certain threshold. So they won't push to be more because then they lose their privileges. But yet those privileges are just scraps thrown at them. Versus if they go out and they live in abundance, they can have anything and everything. But again, the mindset that we live in, the entitlement mentality that we live in is keeping people down here rather than all the way up here. I want to get everyone who's listening to this episode, to this audio episode, all the way up here. Heck, even higher. Go all the way up, all the way up, DJ Khaled. So we have to make sure we are doing what we can every single day to make strides to the best self, to the best you, to the best version of yourself, right? To the highest potential you can achieve. It's not entitlement. It's certainty. I'm certain you can get there, but are you certain you can get there? And if you're having a hard time figuring that out, if you're having a hard time learning about that certainty and just trusting yourself, head over to RevanConcepts.com, get yourself some coaching. Give yourself an opportunity, the opportunity that's going to lead you to so much more. It's important that you do that because your best life awaits you. So stop living in entitlement and living in this mentality that is not pushing you to be any more in life. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coachingaccession at gmail.com and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.